This is Hotshot Danny Duggan, leader of Team Jacked and Fanny Packed, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is Hotshot Danny Duggan. Join us as CWE celebrates nine damn years. The ninth anniversary tour, May 10th through June 3rd, across five Canadian provinces. Check out CWECanada.ca for more information. This is Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of TheGorillaPosition.com, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. The J&K Podcast is brought to you by CollarAndElbowBrand.com. Collar and Elbow was founded on the traditional values of professional wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product intended to connect with people on an emotional level. A symbiotic relationship where one cannot flourish without the other. We strive to create a product that embodies our passion for professional wrestling expressed through street fashion. Make sure to use our offer code JKPODCAST and get yourself 10% off any purchase you make at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. All right, guys, Big Joe and Carl Carafel here on the JK Podcast. What's going on, everybody? What's up, guys? Good to be back after last week not being here. I apologize for that. You know, stuff happens, though. Yeah. But uh, good episode that Big Joe had put out there. I hope you guys have gone and listened to that one as well. So make sure you go and check that out. And uh, awesome little thing that he did on technology. He did a little tech talk for himself there, so... Thank you, Big Joe, for taking the reins and making sure that we had an episode for uh, last Tuesday. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Apple kind of making some strides, getting back into the, um, <clears throat> the education business. Uh, you know, back when we were kids, you know, saw a lot of Apple stuff in the schools, and they kind of went away from that, uh, and they released a, a really, uh, well, uh, a more affordable iPad, they're calling hmm. it, uh, to try and get into that education market again to uh, make learning fun again, they say. So, so we're here for uh, another Turnbuckle Talk. We're just under a week away from WrestleMania, so I figured to uh, to kind of get into the, the WrestleMania mood here, we would bring back Mr. Ryan Bowman, editor-in-chief of TheGorillaPosition.com. What have you been up to since we've talked to you last time? Oh, tons, my friend, but most of all, just getting ready for uh, the biggest week of the year. you got to be like a kid in a candy store if you're a wrestling oh. fan right now, especially if you're in New Orleans. It's our... It's our or kind of our Super Bowl, right? As a wrestling fan, I mean, it's uh, what we kind of wait for every year, right? Yeah, I always say it's kind of like Woodstock and Mardi Gras rolled into one, and it's in the right city this year for that. So, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a big week. As far as at our site, we've just kind of been doing the same thing as always, just trying to bring uh, exclusive features and columns and uh, do some different things. Um, you know, like everybody else, we're just excited about this week, excited about all the wrestling events, not just WrestleMania. And you even had the opportunity um, to be at a, a press conference uh, with Mr. Triple H, to uh, and you even got to a- ask a question too, right? Yeah, it's odd. The joke running around the Impact uh, press conference is always I'm, they call me the closer because I always ask the last question. 
which is almost kind of by design so we can go home with it, you know, yeah. and be done. And but you know, it was by accident Friday. But yeah, it was really cool to be in there. You know, Meltzer was on there and and my my guy Jim Barcelona that I work with at the Miami Herald. And to be there, I actually was not representing my side. I was working for uh, OneWrestling.com and mm-hmm. of course the great Bill After. Yes. And so yeah, to get to ask Triple H a question and be a part of that and, and kind of be a part of history actually, you know, is is pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. So before we get to WrestleMania, I mean, it's kind of like a whole weekend kind of thing going on. Arguably, I mean, if you look at, you know, we're going to have TakeOver on Saturday. We're going to have WrestleMania on Sunday. We're going to have Monday Night Raw on Monday. We're going to have Tuesday with SmackDown. And then we're going to have Wednesday with NXT. So it's like it's almost like a whole kind of week of, you know, for the hardcore fan to just kind of be just, just doing that, right? So Plus, if you're there, you've got all the access, plus the Hall yeah. of Fame ceremony as well that we can't forget about. I mean, just so much happening in the span of uh, pretty much two weeks because right now we're yeah. we're into the week leading into up to WrestleMania. Mm. And then after WrestleMania, you've got the Raw, the SmackDown, the NXT, mm. right? So it's, it's almost like a whole two-week ordeal, uh, I guess you could say, because that that would really take a lot out of somebody. Yeah, I'm kidding. Let's just let's call it what it is, guys. It's a, it's a wrestling orgy, and, and yeah, there we go. Let's just break it down. It, it, it'll blow your mind, and unfortunately, it's probably the closest I'll ever get to an actual orgy. So we're we're good there. <laughs> At least I'll I'll have some kind of entertainment this week. Now, before we, we get to the actual WrestleMania card, one match in particular that I think uh, you know has the potential to kind of steal the whole weekend the whole kind of show here and this is going to be on takeover on saturday and this is going to be a six-way ladder match for the new north american championship this is going to involve lars sullivan adam cole velveteen dream killian dane ec3 and ricochet in a ladder match for that new north american title that match has a potential to just kind of steal the show. I think even, uh, you know, going back to, uh, you know, with that Shinsuke and uh, Sami Zayn kind of stealing uh, that, uh, you know, weekend, uh, you know, it has that potential to be a real blockbuster match where we're all going to be kind of buzzing talking about. Yeah, 100% it does. That, uh, when, oh, I'm sorry, Carl. No. I, I was just going to say, you know, I, I liken this match to the X Division title match uh, that launched that championship in 2002. That one match, that four-way dance that AJ Styles came out on top on, kind of cemented that set that title forward they have a chance to do that now 16 years later with the north american title and i think it's it's it really is going to and and it's it's good that you kind of brought in the the whole impact or the you know tna whatever it was back then kind of thing right and and that x division match that really set things apart and set the bar for it um it's it's something that that is 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 not necessarily lacking, but something that I think people are really looking towards, and it's something that's really going to shine. And hopefully, it doesn't you know kind of outshine WrestleMania because WrestleMania should be the big show. But we have seen before where NXT matches have overshone the <laughs> uh, the, the pay per view that happens the the next day, right? Um, either way, no matter who wins this match and becomes the first ever yeah. uh, North American champion, everybody is in for a treat. Most definitely. You, you have a really good mix of uh, you know, just pure wrestlers. We have big guys. We have high flyers. I mean, just there's a little bit of everything in this match. I think that's what makes it really kind of interesting. And, you know, they're all uh, up-and-comers, mixture of a lot of experience. I mean, it just it, it's... With the match that I'm looking most forward to, you know, this entire weekend, you know, obviously, you know, some minus some of the WrestleMania stuff, right? So, yeah. 
So now to get to the actual WrestleMania card now, going through these now from you know what I've looked into, this is the best list that I've seen so far. You know, there's still a couple things in that could be subject to change, and you know, and this is in no particular order. So let's start off with um, the ones that I, I'm kind of expecting to be on the the pre-show, uh, the kickoff show. And I think uh, the first up would be for the Cruiserweight Championship, Mr. Cedric Alexander against Mustafa Ali. Now, kind of you know, amongst the three of us here, do you think that, uh, do you guys think that the Cruiserweight division, because I know we, we've been a little bit critical of the Cruiserweight division here on, on this podcast, but is there... A potential, any potential for this match to kind of stand out for myself right now. I really, it's it's bad to say, but I really don't care. I mean, it's gotten to the point now where I've I've watched you know the cruiserweights. I've watched two hundred five live, and I've tried to keep up with all with everything. Mm-hmm. You know, bringing in uh, Drake Maverick there and having him as a GM, and now this whole tournament that they had culminating at you know, WrestleMania, I just, I really have honestly lost interest. I didn't even know who was all involved with the, with this tournament leading up to this. Yep. I don't care. Is it because maybe the, the Cruiserweight division, you know, with it being on 205 Live and on, on Raw, is it just maybe getting watered down at this point? What do you I've think? said that before, yeah. What do you think on that, Ryan? I think that they definitely need some, an influx of talent in there. I think Ricochet and Johnny Gargano, guys that could definitely spice up that 205 Live division. Mm-hmm. Having said that, it's odd because I guess beauty's in the eye of the beholder because I was just on a podcast this weekend that they said, oh, I think the Cruiserweight Championship has a chance to steal the whole weekend, you know, because they were high on Cedric Alexander. Hmm. Uh, I do think that there's going to be a lot of pressure on these two to really, really show that 205 Live's got legs still because, yeah. you know, it had a huge momentum when they launched it. And we've seen just a series of misadventures. So they need a big match. Whether or not they'll actually be able to pull it off, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough buzz around the division itself anymore. Because, I mean, when they did the the Cruiserweight, you know, that uh, that whole tournament, there was kind of, a, like you said, like a buzz going around again. And it seems, you know, that it's kind of, it seems to have tapered off over uh, the recent uh you know, last uh, month or maybe even longer. So it remains to be seen, you know, if these guys can uh, pull out a good match at uh, WrestleMania, you know, there's always a potential, you know, there, there's been matches that have happened that have come out of nowhere and stolen it. So, you know, with especially with you're, Cedric Alexander, list, the experience of, uh, in Ring of Honor, sorry, there's always a chance. Your list of Cruiserweight champions includes Neville, yep. Austin Aries, and Rich Swan. They're all gone now. Yeah. So there's your lineage. So, I mean, you got to come up with something now. And again, you know, as you said, and I totally agree with you, they've lost all the steam in that division, and whether or not they can get it back, it might come down to this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I think if I had to predict, I think that um, if I were to pick a winner of the match, I would uh, the big Joe pick would be Cedric Alexander. I think they're going to go with him. Yeah, I would have to agree, Cedric yeah. Alexander. So I think that the the next likely match to be on the the main card, or sorry, for the kickoff show, would be the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I think this is a strong possibility, given everything that's kind of going on, to be on the pre-show. Definitely, yeah. I think they've already already kind of announced that, yes, that that's really what's going to happen, is that the uh, this match is going to be on the pre-show. Um, now, where it falls within the two-hour pre-show, we, we, we don't know just yet. I assume it's going to be the first. The first match that's on the pre-show. Then mm-hmm. we'll have the cruiserweights, and then we'll have the third one. Um 
I'm going to mention it, the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, or the Women's Battle Royal, sorry, on Ooh. the kickoff show. So that's how I see the pre-show going. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really do think that the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is going to be the first kickoff mm-hmm. show. And, and hopefully it is going to be good. And hopefully, you know, bucking the trend, hopefully it, the winner of this, it's, hopefully it's actually going to mean something this time because, you know, the winners of this of this particular match, you know, the, the moment's been very short-lived. So hopefully something will actually happen from this and maybe they'll get a little bit of a, of a push behind them. What do you think, Ryan? I think that it's kind of sad this was supposed to be such a signature event at one time yeah. to honor Andre the Giant, and it's really kind of, based on the winners we've had, it hasn't really been something that's been like a marquee uh, match for WrestleMania. Yeah. I saw Matt Hardy, I think it kind of illustrates where we're at, I saw Matt Hardy, I guess, kind of making love to the statue, <laughs> and, uh, and you know, the sad thing is, think about the buzz this guy had coming in, and now even, he could win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and he still, you know, he... He's maybe the guy, the favorite to win it. And what does it even do for him? That's how far it's it's fallen in a short amount of time. Yeah. Well, with Matt Hardy, you know, with uh, you know bringing in, you know, the pretty much the full-on character that he had in Impact, you know, it could be a guy, you know, at least for you know a, a fair amount of time. I think you know doesn't really necessarily need a title, you know, to to have the popularity that he has. You know, he's getting to do kind of his full gimmick now. So uh, you know. Like it or not, you know, he's getting to, to do a thing now, which is good to see finally. So now I think what will probably round out the uh, the kickoff show, and I'm actually hoping that maybe this will make its way onto the, the main card because they've been kind of doing this with these, uh, you know, landmark women's matches. And we're having a battle royal at, uh, you know, with the women's division. Now, without some controversy leading up to this, because uh, the original name of this uh, caused, I mean, just the internet. Not only just the internet, just itself, but the internet wrestling community and anybody who talks or writes about the business, we we're just kind of in flame about the original title of this match. So it's um, been a, a rare occasion where the WWE, I think, has actually listened, you know, to the outside opinion and, and you know changed their mind. They definitely did, and it was it was actually quite the shock, yeah. to see that that they had actually gone through and changed it. Um, I I didn't live through that. I didn't live no. through the experiences or the non experiences that there really might have been coming from that. Yeah. I've heard some things from you know other people, uh, you know, from people that say that they were there at that time, and then I've heard on the other end people that say you know the total opposite of what these people are saying. So it's really a, a big mishmash of, I don't know. So I, I really can have no say in the name, but I'm very surprised that the name changed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, this is another one there. Hopefully, you know, the winner of it will, will mean something. There's a chance to, to maybe showcase uh, some talent that they haven't used, you know, bring in some NXT people. I mean, it's pretty much wide open what they can do with this match. So but uh, like I said, it hasn't been without its uh, share of controversy because when they, they first announced what that was going to be called, I mean, wow, what a backlash. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and, and even us here, we're, we're pretty, you know, pretty vocal about it. And, you know, we, we actually posted on our Facebook page about it and we, and we got some, some pretty wild responses as well, too. So people, uh, the majority, you know, were, were not impressed. And WWE very quick to, uh, to do a 180 and like, oops, our bad. Let's just call it a battle royal. <laughs> 
all in all, I mean, no matter how it came around, it, th- this match is going to be something again that's historic for uh, for the women to be able to have this. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on now there being all these different women's matches and now a memorial battle royal for the women as well. I, I like the idea that you know they have the the women's battle royal. I would rather rather than do everything all in the same card, you know, men's battle royal, women's battle royal, maybe we'll do that at a different event. Having said that, um, going right past the name change thing, that was kind of an obvious. <laughs> they needed to do that for PR purposes. Yeah. I, I think the biggest thing we can hope out of this, and obviously we've got the Sasha uh, storyline with her possibly going heel. I think the best thing we could see out of the women's battle royal, out of everything, is just storylines being advanced for the women. We need something besides uh, just your standard you know, I want the title. She's, you know, she's ugly. You know, those, those types of things. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to see some intriguing stuff come out, come out of this match for the women going forward, regardless of who wins. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I think uh, to kick things off for the main card, I think we're likely going to probably see the uh, the Raw Tag Team Championship match between Cesaro and Sheamus, or the Bar, versus Braun Strowman and a yet to be determined partner. Now. Do you, either of you guys think that Braun's going to go on this alone, or is it going to be some oddball choice for a partner? I'll let you take the uh, first one on this one, Ryan. Go ahead. Honestly, I, I, I what I fear is that they're going to have him go it alone and win the titles mm-hmm. and, as some way, in some stupid way, I guess, of trying to make him look even more dominant. All you do at that point is just, you might as well just, take the tag team titles and urinate on them when one guy can hold both belts. So uh, I, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen at the same time. You know, if he does have a partner, now we have two people who have yet to appear who are going to pop up at WrestleMania, yeah. you know, going into the, into the match. So, you know, at some point let's kill the mystery and actually sell the card. Yeah, I would definitely agree that I think, you know, having him, you know, do that, I think you know, more or less kind of buries, you know, at least on the raw side of things, buries that whole tag team division. So, you know, I'm hoping to be, you know, at least some legitimate partner or, you know, the title's successfully defended. <laughs> I, I I honestly see this going a, a kind of the way that you're, t- you're saying there, Ryan. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they are going to give Braun Strowman the belts, both of them. But I think his tag team partner is going to be Alexa Bliss. Wow. I think honestly, they're going to continue try to continue with this whole momentum that they've had with Little Big. Um, they've done T-shirts, they've done you know all this different apparel for for this these two people together. Yeah. Um, just even even storyline wise with the whole you know just just the the. Um, sexual tension we can say between (laughs) them right there has been so i i think honestly they're gonna try to do something Mm -hmm. to kind of keep that going and what better way than for this to happen and then braun Strowman and alexa bliss will essentially be the tag team champions um and continue on with whatever storyline that they want to do with these two interesting interesting perspective yeah that would be a doozy right right well, I mean, at the same time, remember this, the intergender wrestling seems to be really kind of the trend right now. That's happening a lot on the indie circuit. Yep. I believe Tess Blanchard wrestled Brian Cage not long ago. You know, so yeah. maybe mm-hmm. WWE wants to dip their toe in the water or something like that. Who knows? I think it's a big mistake, but, but hey, wrestling changes and I don't always agree with it. Uh, I don't want to see a, a lady, a intergender 
tag team champions, but no. hey, it's their call. For sure. Uh, next up, we'll go with the the SmackDown Tag Team Championship with uh, the Usos versus the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers with uh, Rowan and Harper. Now, with this match, I don't know. It's one of those ones where, you know, I won't, I won't necessarily call it, uh, you know, the dreaded piss break match, but it's one <laughs> of those ones where I just say, uh, I don't have a whole lot of, you know, care about this particular one. It's like, I, I know it's going to happen, but it's kind of those ones where, you know, if I, if I have to get up to do some other things in the meantime, I don't feel like I'm missing out too much. I was honestly, I was honestly going to ask you if you had a soundboard there and if you could just hit a button to make a yawn sound. Oh. Cause at, uh, unfortunately at this point, I mean, they really, they've been trying with the bludgeon brothers, but they really haven't been doing too, too much with them to really get anybody vested into them so now to to, to kind of yeah. do this it just seems odd and out of nowhere and not even needed yeah so it's one of those ones where it's really a toss-up i think it's you know likely that uh you know the the usos are probably just going to defend or it'll be you know back on the new day i honestly don't really like i said in just in general i'm not really kind of feeling it to begin with but mm-hmm. i think it's likely a successful title defense or back on the new day Ryan, I would I would say uh, well actually I fell asleep trying to come up with a prediction for this. Yeah. Match. That's how boring it seems like it might be. Oh. But you know honestly the only thing to me that saves the Bludgeon Brothers and those tag team titles is if somehow there's a swerve in Bray Wyatt they reunite with Bray Wyatt. I mean that that to me is the only thing that gives them the moment. Then I say put the belts on them because mm-hmm. you've got a whole different dynamic there and you you know you move Bray back with them. And, yeah. I think that would be great for all three of those guys. That's the only way I see this tag team working. Otherwise, it just seems like a really silly repackaging. On to the next one. Uh, United States Championship title match. Randy Orton, the current champion, versus Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, and Rusev. So a fatal four-way for that United States Championship. Some interesting stuff going on there, you know, especially with uh, you know, Randy and Bobby Roode. Always, you know, my personal opinion, always a pleasure to watch those two guys work in the ring. It was nice to see them finally have a one-on-one match. Then that's something both of them have been kind of looking for a while. So there's some interesting things that, that can happen there. I honestly already applaud that match. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we've been seeing a lot of fatal four ways and fatal five ways and, and yeah. three, three way and, you know, all of these different types of matches, but just the people that are in this match right now uh, really can have an amazing show. And uh, I'm, I'm honestly looking forward to seeing this and I kind of want Randy Orton to keep the belt. Yeah. Uh, personally, if, if I had a pick, I'd like to see go back on Bobby Roode. You know, and you know, because I think then you have a potential because uh, recently you know, there has been somebody seen backstage. Um, and if, if you guys don't know what I'm getting at here, we're talking about Mr. James Storm. So I think with this particular match, there's some chance for some shenanigans and for maybe a reunion of those two guys to have maybe Storm come out and maybe help Bobby win that match and to reform that tag team, which I think would be very cool. I definitely think it would be too. Ryan, let's get your thoughts on this match. I think I think uh, any Bobby Roode and James Storm uh, reuniting in any way as opponents or tag team partners would be gigantic for me. I'm a, okay. I was a huge TNA wrestling fan. Uh, they were a bright spot. To get to see them together in WWE would be awesome. Mm-hmm. So if that prediction takes place, uh, you will hear a pop all the way down here from me. 
<laughs> it's it's one of those where it has that the potential to be one of those kind of surprises, you know, at WrestleMania. There, there's something kind of further up the list. You know, we'll, we'll get to that one. There's a we'll we'll, we'll get to that one. But uh, the uh, Intercontinental uh, Championship match next with uh, the Miz versus Seth Rollins in Finn Balor. And again, we come to another, you know, three-way uh, match. Uh, you know, yeah. many of them happening lately. Um, it has potential yep. to really, really shine, but I honestly don't have any investment really in it. Um, I just hope it's a good match. That's all. That's that's honestly all I look for. Is is I don't care who who wins the belt. I don't care who keeps the belt. Who loses it. I don't care about any of that. I just want to see a good match. That's a, a, a title that you know, I'm particularly fond of, you know, being a Canadian wrestling fan, you know, and, you know, the, the pedigree of, you know, Canadian intercontinental champions. It's, it's, a, it's a title that, that I'm really fond of. And I just, you know, it's been, you know, there's a history of some really historical matches there that have really, you know, still have people talking. So I, I just, I, I'm hoping that, you know, you know, that it's just going to be good. You know, personally, uh, whoever wins out of these three guys, I, I have no issue with whether Miz retains the title or it's Finn or it's Seth. You know, I, I just want an entertaining match, and, and I just don't want it to be one of those ones where it's just, you know, let's just coast through it. Yeah, you know, and I, I just I have a fear that it could maybe turn into that, and I just hope I'm wrong. I think in this match, there's three things that are certain to me: Finn Balor is going to grin like an idiot. Seth Rollins is going to dive out of the ring at least three times and Miz is going to go home. He's going to drop the belt. I think, I think he's going to take some time off to be a dad right now. Um, And I honestly could see Miz coming back as potentially a baby face. He does get some love from the crowd. Maybe he goes home for six months and comes back and we see a kinder, gentler Miz. That's a different possibility for sure. No matter how the Miz comes back or doesn't come back or whatever. I've always been a fan of the Miz. Always, since day one, no matter if he's been faced, whether he's been heel, I don't care. I like the Miz. Yeah. Do I want to see him leave and be a daddy? No, but he doesn't have a choice. I kind of understand. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's gonna have to take some time off. So I think it's definitely gonna be a toss between uh, Seth and Finn to have that title. Next up, we have um, the Raw Women's Championship. Likely the next match: Alexa Bliss versus. Nia Jax, somebody who I notoriously have been very critical of, but, uh, you know, it's definitely, um, I mean, no ignoring this. I mean, there's just, there's a huge size ability and character mismatch going on here. Ryan, I'll let you go ahead with this one first. Uh, Nia, I always say no woman that pretty should be so powerful. She's uh, <laughs> She is really a special individual as far as what they could do with her in the marketing and uh, uh, particularly right now. I think that they're going to move to Naya, and I think they love this underdog-type character, this mm-hmm. uh, I'm-proving-the-world-wrong type strong feminine character, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think she comes out of WrestleMania with the belt. Over well, recent, you know, you, you made a really good point there. You know, over the last little while, they've definitely improved. I mean, because, you know, definitely, you know, me and a lot of people and just the fans, you know, haven't really gotten behind her, but I think, you know, this slightly different approach has definitely gotten a lot more of the fan base behind her. So, you know, I definitely applaud, you know, WWE with going that. And like you said, you know, um, just, 
to give her a bit of a push, you know, in this new approach, I think just it, it seems to be working a lot better, you know, than what she's been doing so far to this point. So it definitely is. Yeah. It's uh, thankful that you know they're kind of using Nia Jax in in a little bit of a uh, more human capacity as opposed to just somebody that's going out there and rampaging and being like a yeah. like Godzilla, King Kong, whatever, exactly. right? Yeah. So it's it's kind of nice to see a little bit more realism within yeah. uh this this little feud that's going on so i'm happy about that i mean if you've listened to our past podcasts you'll know that you know big joe and i both are not very big fans of nia Jax. um yeah. but maybe this will help her develop more and maybe yep. this will help get her over a little bit more. And hopefully maybe um, my votes can be swayed and become a fan of Nia Jax. Yep. I think there's definitely a possibility for that. Now, before we get to the, the real kind of big one, I think it uh, could be a good discussion here. Um, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship with uh, Charlotte Flair and another one of our not so favorites, <laughs> Asuka. So, I mean, you know, we, you know, the 500 pound gorilla in the room here, no pun intended, Ryan. Um, we have Oscar with this, still this undefeated streak. Now, how can I kind of explain this? Uh, you know, I think we, you know, obviously we've already talked a lot about it, but just what my thing that I've been so critical with her about is it just, it, it, all of her matches feel so similar. You know, the match starts and a lot of times, you know, she's getting her ass handed to her and then there's some big kind of spot that she takes and then she bounces right back and then wins like in a split second, right? You know, typically that's how a lot of her matches have played out. So I'm just hoping that, you know, something different happens here. You know, you have Charlotte, you know, awesome talent and you have Oscar, who's a good talent too, lover or hater. I just, I want to see one of her matches play out differently than they have up until this point. Something different. Like John Cena says, do something. It was different at the end of it. I offer no comment on this. That's that, that that's <laughs> oh. as far as I'm going with it. Well, I think that she's going to walk out of there with the title. Out of the two title matches, if one of the champions is going to escape, I think it'll be Alexa. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's any doubt that Asuka's going to continue the streak. I'm an Asuka fan, but I am like you guys. It's kind of getting to the Goldberg thing where she's being exposed mm-hmm. as a one-trick pony where I'm in jeopardy, but at any minute I can come back and strike and yeah. win the match. You know, She's got that Cobra thing you know, going on. Unfortunately, this is a match she's going to have to wrestle because she's in there against one of the very best in the world. Yep. What will be interesting is can she have a star turn? If she has a great match against Charlotte, you guys are going to have to come back and give her a due because she's in there with, again, as I said, one of the top performers in the world. That won't be too hard for me to do. I know for for Carl, my co-host here, that's it's going to take a <laughs> lot for him to give him because he he is not a fan of uh, of Oscar. Now, the real kind of one here that I know is going to spark hopefully some good conversation here. And this is something I think we've all been kind of wait wait, wait. Lately. Are you saying oh, we haven't oh. had good conversation yet? Oh no, we have. Okay. But now that we now that we have a we have a third person here, we have Ryan because I know we've all been kind of talking about this. You know, we've gotten through the chopped liver portion of the show so far. We're moving to the real meat now. Undertaker Perfect. versus John Cena. Now, is this going to happen? Does anybody care? What's going on with this friggin' match? Pardon my French. <laughs> Do you have crickets on a soundboard? Ah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many times do you need? 
how many times did he punk us? How many times did he wreck roll us? However you want to call it. Just uh, it's 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 to the point where, you know, I, I had, you know, midway through that whole shenanigans that he did there, I still had some hope for this match, but still the raw before WrestleMania, we don't know if this is happening still. I, it's just a, it's shocking to me that they have not at least had him come on television once to yeah. just whet people's appetite. Obviously, they know they're going to get the crowd for WrestleMania no matter what, and everybody knows he's going to be there. John Cena's not setting out WrestleMania. We no. get it. But, God, they make Cena look like an absolute clod. match on TV. And so he has absolutely no credibility going into the match anyway. I I, this, is, this is one of the reasons why I think the show could be a flop. I honestly do, and this is one of the big reasons why. Carl, what do you think? I mean, with with this entire thing, I mean, we've, on previous podcasts, we've kind of talked about how, you know, we would like to kind of see this whole thing go. Um, I don't know if you've if you've listened or been able to to kind of hear what we've, what we've said, but I mean, it, really, to keep people invested in this match and wanting to see this, all they would have needed to have done is have the lights go out, have a lightning bolt or whatever hit the ring or up on the stage or do a, you know, lighting effect on the stage and then just show Taker on the screen. However he looks, however he is, whether he's the American badass, whether he's the dead man, no matter what. And then he's just got to take his thumb across his throat like he normally does. That's his yes. We're done. Then people are going to be like, I'm ready for it. I want it. I want it. And then they're going to anticipate it. This whole, come on, come on, come on. What do you mean? Oh, you're not talking to me. Come on, come on. It's, Dude, it's, it's like something. It's like very something. Um, It's very childish. It, it's just, yeah, it's, it's it very is. schoolyard is what it is. And I, I honestly, if it happens, it happens. Cool. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Cool. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it's gotten to this point, you know. And I just I agree with Carl, you know, or did something like that, or even had him, you know, do the um, the biker character, even have had him just come down, circle the ring, go back up to the top of the ramp, and just go, I'm in, you know, or, or something. Like I said, do something, but they did nothing. <laughs> they like it, like you said, Ryan. They just made John just look like like an idiot, you know. It, it, there's a little bit of comedy factor there, sure. I, I get that part of it. But like you said, just you, oh, I don't know what to else to say. Carl's line, what he said is schoolyard. I haven't used the word clod in I don't know how many years. I think I was in seventh grade. And that's the word that came to mind when I watched the scene. Just thirsty, just begging. Oh. I had a dog that used to do that when I would shake yeah. the, the bag. You know, yeah. that's what he looked like. It was awful. I, yeah. it, it, the guy has no credibility as a tough guy no. anymore. Between the comedy yeah. movies yeah. and this now, you're, you're not a serious character anymore. So my prediction, if this does happen, double count out and they both retire. <laughs> Works for me. Works for me. That's the best stipulation in history. Oh, that works. That All right. works. So next up, uh, as far as I know that this is uh, this has been confirmed, and would be Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So a returning Daniel Bryan and. Sanctioned or unsanctioned? Because are they still not uh, fired from the company? Quote unquote storyline. <clears throat> Kayfabe. Um, yeah. Like, 
it has potential to be something good. Mm-hmm. Do we really need that? No, I don't think so. Do we need Shane McMahon on uh, WrestleMania again? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, even to, to, to just have Daniel Bryan versus mm-hmm. Kevin Owens or Daniel Bryan versus Sami Zayn and one of them... Yep. you know, kind of, kind of foil things would be perfect by me. Um, this, this whole thing, I hope it turns out well mm-hmm. for me. I don't care that Shane McMahon is in there. I would rather him not be in there. You don't need to be. Cause it's, it's going to be that yet again, you know, what's this big high spot that Shane's going to do. Yeah. So who knows? Cause I mean, there's no, you know, there's no real, Stipulation, like there's no hell in the cell, there's no cage or anything like that. So he's gonna find something high to jump off of, and you know, uh, just my f- fear with with him being in that match, I think it's gonna overshadow anything that Daniel does. That's what I'm afraid of. Yes, right, because Shane, you know the the um, the insane stuntman, you know, is gonna do something crazy. And, Spot hog, and it's just, uh, I'm uh, like I said, I'm just I'm worried that that's gonna you know underplay what Daniel's trying to do. Ryan, I just want to, I want to point out that we're now at match number two. That could be an absolute disaster. Yeah, yeah, it could be an it's absolute disaster. Undertaker. Now our first McMahon match, and I know we have something else coming up. We'll talk about, but yeah, we're looking at two matches that could really take the wheels off the show right now. Yeah, so it's gonna be one of those wait and see. You know, hopefully, you know, just things are you know kind of distributed evenly, give everybody a chance to kind of showcase. You know, I think especially Daniel, get, Daniel have his comeback moment, and you know Shane just kind of you know maybe helps set that up, but you know don't outdo what what uh, what he needs to do. Now, the one Ryan was just hinting at, we're going to have a debuting Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus. Stephanie McMahon and Triple H, and I can already see Ryan holding his... his yeah. <laughs> oh, he's oh. face-palmed already. Yeah. It, uh, I, 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 I don't need it. I don't want it. It's not needed. Triple H doesn't need to be in there. Stephanie doesn't need to be in there. Kurt Angle doesn't even need to be in there. They should have, from the beginning, started something with Ronda Rousey going against whoever they should have started something between you know one of the one of the mid-card women on on the roster just to you know kind of boost ronda rousey up that little bit to you know allow for for better ratings for wrestlemania because let's face it people are going to be buying because ronda rousey is there it's gonna happen um going this way i don't think was needed at all before we get Ryan's opinion on this, because I, I I can I can I know what he's gonna say, uh, I would have been perfectly fine with her just being in the battle royal match. That's personally what I would have done. Oh yeah. But you know, like, like you know, we said before, you know, Triple H likes to have his WrestleMania moment uh, quite often. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. But I, I'm really curious what uh, what Ryan's opinion on this particular match because I knew that this one was gonna come up as probably a hot topic. So. I like Ronda Rousey. I think that she is a great athlete. Mm-hmm. She's obviously should be admired for what she did in judo and MMA. She's beautiful. She's a great, you know, she's tough. It's not working in WWE. I did not one segment has she been in yet that I've watched and said that went well. Mm-hmm. Not one. Last night, everybody in the ring looked constipated. They looked like they were waiting for the other shoe to drop and her yeah. to freeze up because let's be honest, none of her moments have been good. No. Um, and now we're putting her in a match with a, a non-wrestler, a injured wrestler, and a guy who's a part-time wrestler. 
Um, and we're going to try to sell that. As what can go wrong out. there? <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I mean, this is this is going to be a failure. This match is going to be a failure. I cannot see any of this coming out well. This reminds me of a really bad WCW publicity stunt. I mean, gone wrong. This is really similar to that. Uh, I, I Again, I was hoping, I had high hopes for Ronda, but not, the light has no. not gone on for her at all as, in terms of professional wrestling. Do you think that this could be David Arquette bad? No, oh, no, she's legit. At least yeah. she's at least a legit athlete. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, will, I do want to say, speaking of that, she must be really legit because one of the big names in this match, one of these tough guys who comes out with skulls and, and all the motorhead and all this music, she, he got choked by a woman and then saved by his wife. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that, there's your buildup. Again, yeah. Yeah. You aren't so tough anymore. Oh. So why am I buying the yeah. pay-per-view? You know, yeah, I, I understand what they're trying to do with her, but it's just been a total mismatch, and it's a mishmash, and it's wrong. And she hasn't worked. She has done. She would have to be great to save this angle, and she's not great yet. And she may never be ever be great in professional wrestling. Signs point to no. Hmm. I would definitely agree. It just, it feels like it's being forced a little too much. You know, I know Kurt's had some good things to say about her, but I mean, you know, a lot of that's, you know him being told to say that but uh, i think you know vince will be watching this match very carefully uh, at the gorilla position and watching the uh the monitor and i think watching very closely and i think if things start to go in the wrong direction they're gonna pull the plug on it so, at least to save you know some embarrassment i think i think vince is gonna be watching this match very very closely you, you mark my words i agree now getting to the two title matches here now before I get to that, uh, or to uh, men's title matches, is there any chance, because I know, like I said, these are no particular, is there any chance for either of the women's title matches to get bumped up to that main event? As you know, we've been predicting, you know, at some point, is WWE going to have the women main event WrestleMania? Is this year a possibility in either of you guys' no. opinion? No, this year, no. Okay. Definitely not. I would agree. No, most definitely not. Not the time yet, but it's it's coming soon. Is it going to be next year or the year after? I don't know, but it's going to happen sooner than later. I think you know it's it's really the, the last kind of uh, boundary for them to break, right? So the main event WrestleMania. So it's going to happen soon, but I would agree with the two matches we have going on. Not quite the potential for that yet. So we have next the WWE Championship between Mr. AJ Styles and the winner of the Royal Rumble, Mr. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this could be great mm -hmm. if they had built it better. I mean, really, they, they from from everything that I've seen, and and I have missed a little bit because I've been I've been working and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and I haven't gotten a chance to watch the PBR. Yep. But I mean, you're looking at two guys going out there and almost like. I, I don't even know how to how to, it's 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 almost like when they get into get into a to a little fight and you've got these kids that are out there and they're just kind of waving their hands at each other and the hands are slapping together and 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 just just like this you know and then and and that's kind of all that it really seems like has been done so far to kind of build this up I mean it's I have nothing invested in this I I feel nothing for this match Will it be great? I'm sure it will be because those two guys are amazing at what they yeah. do. I just wish there would have been some more buildup. Yeah, to get more anticipation for it. I would, I would, you know, definitely agree. 
you know, the, definitely the potential is there. You mean you have, you know, somebody, you know, AJ Styles, you know, been top notch no matter where he's competed. You have Shinsuke, who's an incredible uh, background in uh, in MMA with pride over in uh, over in Japan. You know, it was you know did some work with Daniel Bryan. Uh, you know, it, it's just you you have two guys you know, with a tremendous amount of potential. I, I would just agree that you know maybe not quite has been done enough to, to build it up, but I, I still think that they're going to find it in them to at least put on a good match. Yeah. You know, Joe, I think the biggest, the biggest thing about that is that, you know, we talk about their match in Japan and people, oh, they'll never be able to top that. Mm-hmm. And I agree, but I think they could do move for move, spot for spot, the same move at WrestleMania and the crowd won't get it the same way. Yeah. And it's exactly what you guys said, because there's no real storyline behind it. It can be a great wrestling match and yeah. it will be a fantastic exhibition and the crowd will ooh and ah for it. But they won't get the same reaction from a WWE audience because nobody stole anybody's girlfriend or <laughs> yeah. you know anything like that. There yeah. isn't that. And, and I'm sorry, but some of these matches lose that in WWE because they get lost in translation uh, for lack of no pun intended mm. from the stuff that happens in Japan. You know, and that really stems for just um, you know we, we've this has been a topic on our podcast more and more than a few times. We're just you know the Japanese wrestling audience, and some same can be said with the the Mexican uh, wrestling audience. Is that uh, just uh, the per- whole perception of professional wrestling is different over there? You know, we, we've yes. even talked to people who have competed over there. We've talked to uh, uh, Jazzy Gabbard, uh, Alpha Female, who has actually competed over there. I mean, uh, people that go there. And you know, to to just watch, you can tell that you know they're just very respectful. They're, they aren't they're not chanting things that aren't happening or people who aren't involved. And it just it's there just seems to be more of a respect for what's going on there, just from you know the audience standpoint of view. And I think that that's you know just a, a totally different approach. You know, like we said, you know, we see the the Japanese wrestling, and then we see the North American sports entertainment. You know, I think that's where the real division kind of happens there. Yeah. So, and I mentioned before, you know, is that something that maybe needs to change with the North American style? Does it maybe need to, uh, you know, to stay relevant? Do they maybe need to, to make it less entertainment and more of the, the realism thing? You know, that's something you know, we'll see with time. You know, will they have to maybe go that route? We'll see. But uh, And vice versa. I said that, and vice versa as well. Exactly. Japan is happening to explore the options of... Hey, we're gonna add a little bit of script and a little funny yeah. ha ha things once in a while. And they want they want to you know New Japan specifically. They want to come over here and directly compete with WWE, you know, going as far as com- as having shows in the same city and the same nights that WWE is doing. So they're they're really looking to become that that strong number two. And do they have the potential to? I think you know done properly, yeah, potentially yes. But at the same time, I think that you know they don't need you know to push too hard because you know they they could risk you know doing too much and then you know possibly mm-hmm. damaging themselves at the same time so yeah but um what, what likely going to be the main event the last match for the evening we have mr brock lesnar the current universal champion against roman reigns now again one of these ones where like i said it's the main event with just with the, all the shenanigans though with with brock no showing to me really turned me off of uh of that you know just because it just it feels too much like everything that he's done in, in the past you know just this part-time wrestler i come around when i damn well feel like it and there's nothing you can do about it for me it i i see this really going as just another squash match i mean i Unfortunately, I think that they're they're, they're really going to keep the belt on Brock Lesnar, knowing that Brock Lesnar wants to go and and go back and do some MMA, um, whether it's with UFC or or whoever it's with. Um, 
And I think the the, the reasoning behind that is, okay, so now we're going to have Brock Lesnar go out and compete in some MMA matches with the Universal Championship from the WWE, right? How How much free promotion do you want? It's right there. The WWE Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar, now new UFC heavyweight champion and WWE, like, right there. It's a win-win for both of the organizations, and I can kind of see it going that way. And then you have the alternative, Mm. Roman Reigns being the champion. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's it's one of those ones where it's... Amongst fans, I mean, it's I guess it's a real toss-up because I, I don't think a lot of people want to see, you know, Brock still being the part-time champion and not being around, and then you have you know Roman Reigns who you know still kind of, in my opinion, still kind of struggling, you know, to really uh, you know get get over with uh, you know the fans in whichever way that they're attempting. It, it's it's one of those ones where I won't say it's a match that I don't care about. I just I want to see, you know, something a little bit different happen. As much as I know that it's probably not going to be the case. You know, just, you know, I'm saying this again. I'm stealing John Cena's line here, but do something with the word different added on the end. Do something different. Different. (laughs) You know, and I'm just wondering if WWE is capable or willing to do that in this situation. Let's get Ryan's take. Yeah. I, I, well, first of all, I love the idea of Brock having the belt and defending it in UFC. I think that's great. Kind of reminds me of the old Dan Severn days when he had four belts at one time. Um, But at the same time, I think what we're going to get is the cookie cutter ending and roman i unless something shocking a heel turn something like that happens i think what happens is roman's holding the title at the end and the wrestlemania logos in the background and the place boos i really do believe it and i think that's going to kill i think you're going to close the show with that match and their plan is that somehow he's going to be over at the end of that show and and i don't necessarily think they're going to get the reaction i don't know if they'll boo but i don't think they'll get that go home with roman winning the title that they want not to close a WrestleMania. What no. I th- what I think the uh, WWE will potentially try to do, uh, and I could be wrong, I could be right. Uh, I, I tend to be pretty decent on my predictions uh, on some of this stuff. But what I could think, because uh, I've been hearing some rumblings that uh, Dean Ambrose may be ready to come back, and what I think it could be a potential them forming the Shield again, and then you know that's how Roman get that's how Roman gets over again, and that's how he gets the title. Then I'd be fine with that. That'd yeah. be great. Because yeah. at least we'd have something shocking, something new, and yeah. it would almost have to be in a heelish way. It would. Because, you know, mm-hmm. three guys on one. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, that would be a great way to end. I'd love to see WrestleMania end on a controversy for yeah. once. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because they haven't really done the Shield as, as a heel group yet. Right? It, it, was, it was primarily, you know, getting over, but uh, you, know, you can make the argument that they were, you know, Getting over the crowd in a good way, so I think uh, you know, yeah, definitely maybe approaching it from the heel aspect could be really interesting. And like I said, just you know, could be that WrestleMania surprise. So I think it's a definite possibility, in my personal opinion. Anyways. Yes, I agree. So that about wraps it up. You know, it's going to be uh, you know either way. You know, it's going to be one uh, one hell of a weekend plus more. You know, so it, it's it's just it's a good time right now to be a wrestling fan because there's a lot going on. You know, all right in a row. And like I said, uh, my favorite match I think for the whole thing kind of lumped together is going to be that uh, North American title match for mm-hmm. NXT Takeover. That's the one that I'm personally looking forward to the most. You know, I'm but I'm hoping to be you know pleasantly surprised by you know something 
good at WrestleMania this year, whatever it's going to be. I mean, WrestleMania is always pretty good to some extent. They always find a way to pull something out. You know, last year with uh, the Hardys coming back, you know, something exciting to leave me going, okay, you know, at least there was something, there was that, that cool moment that happened, whatever it's going to be. So I think uh, before we go, we'll give uh, Ryan a chance to uh, to tell us uh, a little bit more about girlposition.com and uh, plug your social media and, and where they can find you and, uh, and everything that you do. Well, first of all, we feature you guys there, so that, that automatically puts us right up on a high pedestal. Awesome. So uh, over at thegorillaposition.com this week, we will have an interview with uh, – actually, I just talked to Moose from Impact Wrestling, so we'll have that nice. up Thursday ahead of Lucha Underground versus Impact this weekend. Uh, and I'll be talking to Dan Bynum, who works behind the scenes for MLW this week also. So we'll have a lot of stuff going on there and just uh, getting ready. And I'm just hoping, really, that we're all still alive come about Wednesday or Thursday of next week because uh, – there's going to be a lot of a lot of lost sleep and a lot of hours and a lot of work to be done for all of us, but uh, we're also going to enjoy it along the way. Definitely. All right, cool. Well, that's a good way to wrap it up there, guys. So uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, before we do go, though, uh, I almost forgot. Uh, let's uh, give Carl a chance to uh, to plug our social media and where you guys can find us as well. Definitely. So that everybody knows we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, and we are on Facebook as well. You can find them all by searching out JK Podcasts. That's with an S at the end because somebody else had it without. So we had to put an S there. Make sure Facebook Twitter and Instagram are all JK podcasts. All right. Awesome. And of course, for the podcast itself, you can find us over on Podbean at jnkpodcast.podbean.com. And of course, on iTunes, Google Play, and on YouTube if, if you wish as well. So make That's sure, right. uh, you know, we're available on pretty much anything that you want. So make sure and go and uh, download your place of choice. All right. We will see you guys on the next one. Have a good one. Ciao. This is the Top Gun Chase Britt, and you're listening to the J&K Podcast. This is ECW Original, the enforcer, C.W. Anderson. I'm listening and always listen to Turnbuckle Talk with Joe and Carl, not only because I'm an Anderson, because these guys are extreme. 